It's going to be scary, folks. Can you tell? We got our scary voices on. My name is Jay Mack. I am Miss K. The busty Miss K, hopefully wearing some spookified underwear. Um, They're pink. That's not scary. No. <laughs> I, wasn't ex- I forgot that we were doing going for scary. And this crazy motherfucker on the soundboard. Adam LeSueur. Now, we have got... Not the typical live dude Spooky show. show. I mean, if I think, let me go back through the the show. I don't think that, that live dudes has ever really done a Halloween show. I don't think I rem- I was around last Halloween, and I don't remember us doing a, um, a spooky show. I don't think we did. I think uh, we do a Christmas show, but not a. Not last a Halloween, Halloween show. Uh, we did a show called Hitler was a meth head. I don't think that was no. A- <laughs> that doesn't sound that doesn't sound scary at all. Um. Another October show was, uh, oh, uh, the Elvis and Kilt Man Halloween Spectacular. Okay, so apparently we did. I wasn't there, though, I guess. Uh, I, but I don't think, I think that was the only time we really tried to do a Halloween show, because then fast forward to the next year, uh, we're talking about, uh, we didn't even do a show that, that Halloween week. And then look, it skips from... Yeah, so this is kind of a new thing. We we generally try to make things funny, but I I, I like to think we have a, like a we have a, multiple a, sides. A setting we can turn would be like spooky. I mean, you could tell by the intro that it's going to be fucking scary. Oh, it's terrifying, um, terrifying. Of course, we got the lovely Naomi in the background here, laugh, laughing at us when we're trying to be scary. We're attempting to be scary. This is October twenty first, Friday night. Friday, and it's the it's what is it about a week. And a half before a week Halloween? and a half, yeah, yeah, because it's the twenty first, right? Yeah. So, okay, I'm just gonna get right off the bat here and say I'm not what you would necessarily call a believer per se in much, but there I do. We have three spooky stories we're gonna. They're do. pretty spooky. Only I wouldn't say any of them are necessarily supernatural. No. Well, no. they they could possibly be. Sure, but I mean the last the last one is just kind of the the yeah submarine one yeah the submarine one. Um, I have had some spooky experiences in my life, usually uh, involving bizarre religious rituals. You know that's yeah. that's usually, but that's not that's I don't think that's the same category. You do, however, have kind of a story related to you by your father. Yes, yes, and you're. De- Oops. Oops. Naked naked woman skateboard fell over. It's a spirit, guys! <laughs> now, your dad is not is definitely not a believer. Now, I mean, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a He's guy that gets spooked. He's not real superstitious. No, he is not a superstitious Maggie person. Hey, Joe, are you scared? You get scared, puppy? You get scared? <laughs> I mean, but first of all, let's just uh, let's talk about where you come down on the whole I spirit. mean, I, if, if you can prove to me, I mean, I've seen some spooky things in my life. And I mean, if you can, if you can show it to me. Usually, me in a leather thong with a leech. leech that was awesome, though. That was, that was a little spooky. That was amazing. Scared my friends. 
yeah, they thought all sorts of weird things about you. Um, but so you you say that you do believe there sure, is the possibility, yeah. maybe of yeah. A- I mean, here's the thing: you I can't just say that no, it doesn't exist because I, well, I don't know that. So I mean, I'm willing to I'm willing to give it a give it a believe. You know, I think maybe a lot of my skepticism comes from uh, my religious background, where we were basically told. A lot of things that weren't true. That weren't true, yeah. Yeah, like demons were everywhere and Which stuff like that. bullshit. But, so let's let's get into this story. Because, I mean, I actually do kind of, does raise my eyebrows a little bit. Because you're like, you're, like I said, your dad is not one to get. No, my father is not the sort of person to make up random stories about about this sort of shit. You know, it just, it, it, it didn't make sense. But when I was growing up, there was a house at the end of the street and it was owned by some family friends. And dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Wait a minute, my, that wasn't the scary part? That wasn't the scary part. And my grandfather, uh, Paul, whose nickname is Jack, and no one knows why, they were working on the house. And there was, the owner said, a set of, a set of ceramic dolls. Like, you know, like figurines. I don't like that. That sounds weird. Um, and they said that no matter where they were, on the, the property don't no, don't tell me they were looking at them no 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 matter where they were on like the the shelf right if they were apart when you would come when you would wake up the next morning they would be together didn't matter where if you pulled them apart didn't matter and they would they swore that they were not actually putting them together or they're you know now um, now how did they know that were they was it the neighbors told them this n- no, the people who lived there that my father and my grandfather were working on the house for. So they told them, look out for the dolls? Yeah, and they said, that, well, they were just mentioning that these things were going on. And so this obviously kind of was like, my parents were like, mm. okay, well, that sounds whatever. You know, they were like, yeah, whatever. It's like Elf on the Shelf, but like with like uh, thunderclaps and- Exactly. Scary shit. So my my grandfather and father were working on this house, and my I believe this was my grandfather was working on a- closet and he was looking for his level you know like the let's yeah and it wasn't in the closet it wasn't in the closet and the doll hit him on the back of the no no i wish it was that (laughs) cool and he was by himself and he said that he left and he looked all over the house and when he came back to the closet the level was sitting in the middle of the floor like it had been there the whole time but he said it was too small of a closet for it to have he looked it wasn't there and so, so it just showed up without without so warning. So it was kind of like a mischievous type of thing. Yeah, and so my parents, I remember them. The, the reason they bought a video camera in the eighties, one of those great big, huge video. Cameras, oh yeah, I remember those with the with the giant VHS yes, tapes. That was you because in. they wanted to film this, and I believe they, because they wanted to be like ghost hunters and whatever. Yeah, I guess, and I remember. I don't think that the video camera would actually work. Like the batteries would drain and like they never got any video of it. And in the video they did get, nothing happened. So weird. But they said that all sorts of weird stuff would happen. You'd like, you know, you'd walk into the kitchen and, you know, you'd hear, you know, doors slamming in the other parts of the house and you'd be by yourself. And, you know, you'd you'd go and you'd hear dishes falling that were literally in a cabinet and you'd be in another part of the house and they would be on the on the floor of the kitchen. I'm actually broken. starting to get a little creeped out. Um, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, that is kind of fucking weird because Yeah, and they would say that you would be the only person in the house and you would literally want the lady who lived there who moved out because she was freaked out by the damn place. She was just in a part of the house and she heard dishes falling from the the cabinets and they were on the floor broken. And 
there was no way. I mean, they were just stacked up in the. So the shelf. She didn't come in the shelf. No, and- the shelf wasn't falling over. The shelf wasn't broken. Nothing. They were just on in the middle of the floor, broken into pieces. And she said that she couldn't live there anymore. Was it? Was this like an, an older home in the country? I'm assuming it's an older house. I mean, to be I mean, was there history of something? I have uh, no idea. I have no idea. Happening. To be fair, though, the basement in that house was the creepiest fucking basement on the planet. So, I mean, it was like you would go and it would be this. It would be a set of stairs with nothing underneath it. You know those types of stairs where all they have is some, just the framework. Just yeah, the framework. Yeah. She didn't know that it was. It was like she that when she spirits, in, spirits there. in the house. And you would go down, and behind the the stairs was like a, you know, an old wood burning furnace, and you there were no lights in this old basement. There were it like was just fingernail, you know, fingernails no, nothing shit. like that. But it was stone all around. It was dank and cold, and you couldn't see back in the back, so you have no idea what was back. It was dark. It had like one freaking light bulb in the whole fucking basement you down know, there. You know Creepy what? Creepy as fuck. So Hated did, that did your dad get weird vibes in there? He said that he felt weird in there. He finished. They finished it up very very quickly because they didn't want to be in there anymore, and because it was such. It, you just hear all sorts of shit in that house. And you would just hear shit all the time. Doors slamming, things going, you know, a microwave. I I remember them saying to the microwave, like, they heard it scraping along. And then it was like three inches over to the no, left. Oh, hell no. And they're like. <laughs> hell they, no. And they left. And they were like, we're not coming back here. So they finished up that the work on that house. And very few people live there for very long. My my lone experience with, with a house that I felt was had some I don't know I don't want to say dark energy but there was definitely something strange about the house and my lady remembers it um we were shopping for a house and we went to East Alton which for those West Alton, West Alton for those of you in uh uh that don't live in St. Louis it's basically like kind of like a little river town and a floodplain Yeah plain. and there's some there's some bad areas in in Old Alton Well we went to see this house and we pull up in front of it and it looks kind of run down but I wasn't getting any red flags till we got in the house, and it, it, it just seemed like there were a lot of dark, like blind corners in the house. It was hard to describe. The doorways seemed narrow, and we went into this back room, and it was painted a, like a blood red color, Ooh. Uh, which of course would make you feel unsettled. I mean, there is something to be said about colors setting the mood, and. And there was like a TV stand like up in the corner and it almost seemed like, well, I got the impression, the vibe that I was getting, if you want to call it that, was that an invalid had lived in the room. Or like an elderly person. That couldn't get out of the room. There was like a bathroom in there. I mean, it was basically kind of a little self-contained blood red cell. It's really weird. But I kind of dismissed it. I'm like, I, I didn't want to live here, but you know, we drove all the way out. So we went to the basement and that's where the weird vibes really started to get um, uncomfortable because- it was dark and dank, like you're saying. Yeah. And there was a there was a single shower head and like a drain in the floor. What? Like like you would take a shower in the basement with no shower curtain. That's weird. And there was a weight bench, nothing in the house but a weight bench in the middle of the basement floor. And I the nearest that I can explain it, and I mean like I said, I mean I mean I'm a little bit self conscious about having gotten so spooked by it, but my lady felt the same way that there was just it seemed like something had imprinted on the place. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, like to some, be fair, something bad had happened. To be there. fair, I firmly believe that when like abuse happens in houses or people, you know, 
bad people lived in places as a, as a person coming you you can feel those things i think like, they i like think energy imprints itself on on places and it just makes them feel bad well just like uh, a car will leave a tire track sometimes i think maybe there's this is going to sound totally fucked up but like a psychic tire track that's so what i mean you like know what i mean when people are in a, in a house and like you go in like if you go into a house and you the and it seems like people are totally normal but you get a bad feeling in their house and then you find out that like they were abusing their wives yeah. or, or they were kicking their children you knew because you're like this place feels wrong this place feels bad and i i really do believe that like energy imprints itself on a place and it's almost you like can, you can feel it in your in your in your brain in your subconscious it's almost like it's a, a you know the sixth sense the movie but it's almost like it's it's not a smell, it's not a taste, it's not something you hear, but it's something you feel in a way that you can't describe. Well, and I remember yeah. uh, a guy I used to work with named Jeff, Jeff J, I'll just say that. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes, I do. I think, I want to say he told me that he bought his the house that he was living in at the time, and all the locks on the bedroom doors were on the outside. Really? Like all the doorknobs had been turned around so that you could lock people in rooms. And I was like, that does seem weird. And he said he got a little little weirded out by it. I'm like, understandably, that's fucking weird. So maybe maybe it isn't that that the question of whether or not ghosts are real. Maybe there's things that people pick up on that we don't have words or well, we, yeah. maybe we haven't evolved the the speech or the the sense fully to to um explain what it is we're feeling because i mean well, yeah, we've all exactly. been somewhere and I'm like if you go to a graveyard I, graveyards don't seem spooky to no, me. they seem peaceful quiet there's nothing there there's no you know in the graveyards are typically the scary places in the movies but the places i've been that have freaked me out have been houses yeah specifically the one and there have been a couple other places where you go and just don't feel right something feels like you said maybe there's been violence or abuse and like pr our live dudes audience is like what the fuck man talk about farts and dicks you know but we're gonna do spooky this week so we're gonna we're gonna talk about that we want to get people's mind kind of rolling a little bit it's halloween we got to get fucking exactly. spooked up so so have you ever had any experiences of your own that have that have left you wondering uh, i'd like to say yes but i've never had any like ghostly experiences like some people swear they feel cold spots and all but i assume that if i walk through some place and feel a cold spot that it's a draft <laughs> So yeah, I, I used to live next to this lady. You know, I used to live next next to this lady, and she was a fucking psycho. And she was like, would go to these haunted house shit and be like, "I felt drafts on my leg," and you know they killed kids in that room. And I'm like, you know, did you feel the draft before or after they told you they killed kids in the room? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, people I are senses, some people are jumpy about it. I get senses about people. Like I can tell, I mean, I get a really good sense of people who are putting on a front and who are actually covering up a violent, covering up violence or covering up. Like I'm, I'm never surprised when someone tells me that this person got arrested for battery or this person got arrested for child assault or anything. I'm never surprised by that because I, I pick up on that on people because mm -hmm. they can't hide it really. No, you can't. You, I mean, you can pretend to be normal, but you'll eventually slip up. Well, let's get to some of the spooky stories. These, These are good stories. I wouldn't say any of them are supernatural. Do you know per what se. my favorite spooky stories are, though? Well, Just to get it out of the way. Uh, sexy ones. No, actually, my all-time favorite unexplained phenomena are people combusting <laughs> out of oh, nowhere. Oh yeah. <laughs> Those are my favorite. Spontaneous human combustion. Yes, 
spontaneous human combustion. Those are my favorites. And they're always trying to debunk those. But I actually kind of like the idea of like some random person just happened to lay down for the night and then went poof. <laughs> well, since we're on the subject, uh, I did have a story this week. Um, Maggie, I don't need you on my lap. My dog's getting scared. You getting spooked? Th- this is uh, could be an explanation for that. On some level, corpses exploding in decrepit Venezuelan hospital. Really? Okay. With this picture um, of a very skeevy-looking man. This was from frontpagemag.com. It was in. It was one of the more macabre stories to emerge out of socialist Venezuela and served as a metaphor for the final days of the rotting regime. In a hospital morgue, a bloated corpse exploded. And, and, and oh we, we don't have to read. Basically, uh, I think the air conditioner is broken and these corpses will like bloat up and explode. Oh, well, sure. I mean, the gas is inside. And it's happened numerous times and they got to clean up the fucking innards everywhere. The only thing. So that- maybe, maybe, maybe human combustion is some kind of version of that. I mean, I mean could, the only thing I can Maybe think- ate too much Taco Bell or something. No, I, I, the only possible <laughs> su- a cigarette. suggestion I could have is that there's still an electrical charge in the body. When you're dead, you know, the, the electricity yes. of the body is not completely yes. gone yet because you can, they can twitch and move and do all well, sorts like of shit. Well, like the nervous system takes a while. Exactly. Then. So the only thing I can think is maybe it catches on fire. I, I That's what I'm saying. I don't know that that would be supernatural. I do no, believe, what I do I'm believe it'd be, just, it's just it would creepy. be fucking creepy. Like I've never heard of a person just walking down the street eating a taco combust in flames and go running I, i've never heard about that it always happens in like a dark room or something or like a dead person or something yeah. you know a dead person caught on fire but those are my favorites okay well this one i i this was actually the catalyst for doing this week's episode this there, is there's creepy a, there's a big word for you this is from the chicago tribune this is fucking weird missing man's facebook account suddenly comes alive terrifying family i guess you could call it a zombie facebook page okay zombie facebook page Charlie Carver and Kayla Brown didn't show up to dinner on August 31st. It seemed odd. The South Carolina couple had just moved together into a new house in Anderson, and Brown was excited to show off her new live-in bow to her friend Lindsay Mason. That's what the Thursday night was supposed to be about, Mason told the, da- the Daily Beast. It was meeting them and having dinner with them and getting to know each other. But that never happened. Security footage showed Carver leaving work that day, but he never went to dinner. Neither did Brown. Standing up one friend for dinner while rude could have been an isolated incident, but then neither of their mothers heard from them. No other friends or family did, even though they rarely went a day without calling a relative. They were just dot, 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 gone. Okay, that's creepy. So did they get kidnapped? It gets weirder. I mean, like I said, if that's how it starts, you think, you know, drug deal or something, maybe they ran out of, they were running from the law or something. It's like you have a hot skillet and there were two drops of water you put on it. They just disappeared. Kayla's mother, Bobby Newsom, told Dateline, It's not that they haven't talked to their moms. No one has heard from them. When the concerned friends and family tried calling the couple, their phones were off. Their phones were off. Okay, so their phones are off. Both of them are gone. Some thought they could have fled town on an impromptu vacation. As the couple's 2002 Pontiac Grand Prix sporting an LSU vanity plate on the front bumper was missing, but that didn't quite make sense. The door to their house was unlocked, and their prescription medications were still at home. So were Brown's contact lenses and glasses. Most shocking to some, their Pomeranian dog Romeo was roaming the house freely without food or water. It's crate missing. That dog is her baby. She'd never leave him like that, Newsom told Dateline. So the crate that they put the dog in was, was gone. Was missing. Why would you take the crate? Somebody in it. <laughs> oh! 
Oh, that's creepy. Somebody in pieces in it. Did somebody put their them in a crate? Police began looking into it, but as of this week, nearly two months after anyone has heard from them, they still don't have any suspects. We tracked down the leads we had, but there just isn't very much, Lieutenant Mike Aikens told Dateline. We just want to make sure they're okay because it has been some time. The case became even stranger on September 1st when Charlie Carver's Facebook page announced that he and Kayla had gotten married. So, did they run off and elope? It gets even weirder. How much time is it between? Uh, it was about, about a month. About a month. A week after that, a message was briefly posted to the account stating the couple was fine, then deleted. It struck his friends and family members as odd. Carver wasn't an active Facebook user. So, I guess he had a page and never used it, and suddenly... No, it, so he's, one of, he's like a person that just... <gasps> suddenly, well, I don't... Man, Naomi's coming up with all the good stuff. <laughs> But wait, it gets even more weird. No, it gets even more weird. Suddenly the page exploded with content as if it had been hacked. It would appear to be flooded with spam, but a closer inspection revealed many of the posts to be related to the couple. News stories about the missing couple appeared in rapid-fire succession along with other stories about missing people. Strange, violent images and memes began being posted on the Facebook page. What?! I weren't crazy. I'd be insane, read one. Another one read, Sometimes late at night I'd dig a hole in the backyard to keep the nosy neighbors guessing. He killed her. He killed her. He killed her. He stuffed her in that crate. <laughs> and Wait. then he posted that they got married, so they'd think they went in the lobe. Wait till you hear this. Even innocuous ones took on a new meaning, such as one posted photograph that simply included the final lines to Hotel California by the Eagles. Last thing I remember, I was running for the door. I had to find the passage back to the place I was before. Relax, said the nightman. We are programmed to receive. You can check out any time you like, but you can never leave. This is so weird. Facebook users seeming to be friends and family have desperately asked questions on many posts. On one, a post of a missing poster for the couple. A user wrote, why the missing poster, Charlie? Is there a message you're trying to send? <clears throat> on October 1st, one user commented on the marriage announcement. Where the hell is Kayla Brown? To which Charlie's Facebook account responded, Kayla is with her husband, Charlie. Another post, a user asked where Kayla was, to which Charlie's account responded, Who the fuck are you to question me about my girlfriend? He killed her. He killed her and he's faking all this shit and he's hanging out in California. Carver's mother, Joanne Shiflett, told NBC that all the photographs of the two that have been uploaded are more than a year old and that her son didn't post memes like these. It's getting people thinking they're found, but they're not, Shiflett said. I wish I could tell them to stop. Carver's younger sister, Katie, told the Daily Beast, if they know where he is, bring him home. The account also appeared to be messaging friends. Oh, my God, it messages people. I'm just missing to everyone, Carver's account told a friend in a message obtained by the Daily Beast. We are both okay. There is only one person that knows where we are. The person that means the most to me and Kayla, she knows where we are, and we are coming that way forever. What? Oh, this is creepy. Uh, her account had been not has not been updated since August 27th, so around the time they disappeared. That's because she dead. Uh, he did. <laughs> She's dead. Uh, this is weird. Uh, Anderson Police Lieutenant David Creamer told Daily Beast that he does not believe his office has attempted to contact Facebook. In an I can't believe they the haven't posting. contacted Facebook just to find out the IP address of these. It goes on. I mean, it could be a hacking. It goes on to say uh, the investigation continues. The couple's family just want them home. Um, that's basically the story. This was, uh, I think I pulled this off of Yahoo News. I mean, is that not fucking that's creepy? That's so weird. Creepy. 
I mean, I, I, I mean, that would make sense if he killed her and stuffed her or if, what? oh shit, man, what if she's alive and she's in that crate? <laughs> what if she's alive? Well, Pomeranian's a big dog, isn't it? No, Pomeranians are tiny. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Well, what if she's like, what if he like went crazy and put her in that crate and she's in a car or something and he's like abusing her? But why would you go on Facebook and post shit? Because he, I wants wonder, to, he wants to be caught. I wonder if they were abducted and somebody like beat the password out of them and is like, it's like like the Zodiac killer, isn't that the one that that sent all oh, those yeah. letters to them? That is so fucked up. That's so fucked up. So that was story number one. That's a good one. I like uh, that. I one. got. I got to warn you. That's probably the the best of them. But stay tuned because we got. Can you imagine having a Facebook page like of of a friend who that happened to? Well, what if? What if Adam's page just suddenly came to life with like yeah. shit that he was saying? Yeah, a bunch of Donald Trump shit on there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Adam. Oh. Okay, we got another one. This one, like I said, there were quite a few little weird blurbs this week in the news. This one, this, you could put this one under like the, the X-Files category. <laughs> New York Post, UFO expert found dead after vomiting This black is so liquid. creepy. This was on Yahoo. This was on the Drudge Report. This was on Google News. This was everywhere. A conspiracy theorist has been found dead in Poland just days after he texted his mom instructing her to investigate should anything happen to him. See, this is weird. When you tell people that you're you're in trouble and that you might die, that's always bad. Max Spears, a 39-year-old father of two, was found dead on a sofa in Poland where he had gone to give a talk about conspiracy theories oh, no. and UFOs. He was ruled to have died from natural causes despite no post-mortem examination being carried out on his body. That's weird to me. So how, who said that he was I guess died the, of natural the causes? Polish... Polish Did officials? they get his body back so they could do an actual autopsy? But his dark investigations into UFOs and government cover-ups may have made him enemies who wanted him dead, says mother Vanessa Bates, 63. In a chilling text message to his mom just days before his death, Spears wrote, Your boy's in trouble. If anything happens to me, investigate. He was making a name for himself in the world of conspiracy theorists and had been invited to speak at a conference in Poland in July. He was staying with a woman who he had not known for long, and she told me, how she found him dead on the sofa. But I think Max had been digging into some dark places, and I fear that somebody wanted him dead. And this is, this is where it gets even weirder. Spears' pals have claimed that he vomited a black liquid when he died in a Warsaw apartment. A oh. uh, friend, Miles Johnson, said, A person has died here, and I don't think it's good enough that someone who just took normal medication should end up vomiting, spewing black liquid. You know what that reminds me of? What? Doesn't that remind you of the X-Files? Yeah, the that black movie where she was people? like, And then a short time after that, whatever length of time, he died. Uh, most recently, he was probing into the lives of well-known figures in politics. See, that's dangerous. See, never he got murdered. Maybe he was investigating. He probably was investigating Hillary. Don't say that name. Ah! I'm in the drone. Hillary. But Julian Assange is alive and well. Uh, his unexplained I think he death works for her and its subsequent treatment by the authorities has left many online followers convinced he was killed by government agents. I, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean. I, I fully believe that the government goes and kills people all the time. Bates, an English teacher, also buys into the theories. I guess this is, uh, I forgot who this is. She said, Max was a very fit man who was in good health, and yet he apparently died just suddenly on a sofa. 
All I have is a death certificate from the Polish authorities that it was from natural causes, but no post-mortem was done, so how can they tell that? They are also refusing to release any paperwork about it to me because, absurdly, I don't have his written permission. What? He was buried in uh, Canterbury Cemetery after his mother arranged. So his body's gone. Um, so they they they'd have to get something for an exhumation. They'd have to actually exhume his body to 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 look at. It. Uh, she said, "This Bates lady said apparently he had not suffered any obvious physical injuries, but he could have been slowly poisoned, which is why the results of toxicology tests from his post mortem are so important." So they bury they, him they before really, they could even run a test they on They really him. don't oh. know. Does that has to be poison, right? What else makes you vomit black liquid? Aliens. Yeah. Maybe this um, woman that he didn't know for very long was actually like a double agent for Hillary. Well, well, not not for nothing, but I mean, does Poland really have any secrets that anybody cares about? No, they just have land that everybody. I think wants I, to I think what happened. He, I mean, that's the thing. If you make your life, your life's mission, to dig up dirt and expose people. I mean, look that at this power. Look at this Julian Assange guy. He's locked up in that embassy. See, you can't get I mean, you piss off enough people. Here's the thing. I don't know, man. I I'm not, I don't want to be a Julian Assange works for Hillary. I I think he's actually playing this on like on people. Like so that people will think he's some kind of, you know, whistleblower when actually somebody who's a whistleblower would be that Snowden guy. So so now what you're doing is you're you're calling all the hounds of hell of the US government down on us, Miss K. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> If Live Dudes does not return to the air next week, we have Miss K, (laughs) the busty Miss K, to thank. I'm so sorry. And if I am found vomiting black liquid, please look into it. No, it's not because I drank too many Jack and Cokes. Yeah, I mean, don't you you agree, though? It's like, of course, the X-Files is fake, but... You you make you make powerful enemies. I don't know. I I just think I don't have the stomach to make powerful enemies. I no, kinda wanna, I don't I kinda anything. wanna die peacefully, no. not not in a Polish apartment vomiting black liquid. I don't have a good explanation for that. I would think poison has to be well, unless yeah, it was some maybe, kind of alien virus maybe injection. It, ooh. Maybe it like dun, dun, dun. maybe they poisoned him and it like ate his insides and he was puking up his insides or something like in the movies. Mm-hmm. Like it like it like it incinerated mm-hmm. his stomach and his organs and he was like Bleh, his organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay, we got one more. You ready for, you ready <laughs> this, for this one, one? This is the one that I laugh at. I'm this, this is the one where I'm going to actually uh, probably, I, I'm kind of on board with this. I, I've been long been fascinated by sea monsters. When I was a, a homeschooled kid, I used to check out every book in the library on the Loch Ness Monster. So I think if there's any place that could still be hiding monsters, it could be the sea. Well, don't you agree? Well. The sea, we don't know anything really I about mean, the sea. I there's, mean, there are places that are so deep in the ocean that they go down there and they, they come up with this random crap that's just, you never know what's down there. You don't there. know so what's down there. There could be monsters down there. Okay, I'll This was from unexplainedmysteries.com, so it's a, it sounds like a reputable... Uh, it sounds like a reputable website. <laughs> this this uh, story was also across the board on many different sites. World War One submarine was attacked... By a monster. A German submarine said to have been attacked by a sea monster has been found off the coast of Scotland. So it's been down there for a long time. Discovered near Wigtownshire in in the southwest of the country, the wreck of the German World War I submarine was identified by workers who were laying a new power cable under the North Sea. The vessel is thought to be SMUB-85, a U-boat which under the command of Captain Gunther Kretsch 
was famously caught on the surface by a British patrol boat back in 1918. It was a famous thing, I guess. I, didn't, I, didn't know I don't know much about World War One, to be honest with you. To the surprise of the British forces, the Germans surrendered almost immediately. When later questioned about this, Kretsch explained that his submarine had been on the surface of the water recharging its batteries when it was suddenly attacked by a strange beast. It had a small head, but with teeth that could be seen glistening in the moonlight, he said. Uh-huh. According to Kretsch, the crew had managed to drive the creature away with small arms fire. The vessel itself, however, had sus- sustained so much damage that it was no longer capable of submerging. That's why you were able to catch us on the surface, he told the British. Exactly what happened afterwards has long remained something of a mystery, but if UB-85's wreckage really has been found, then it may be finally possible to get some answers. It is entirely feasible that some large sea creature disabled the submarine, said Gary Campbell, keeper of the official sightings register of the Loch Ness Monster and uh, certified kook, said. (laughs) History has shown that there have been consistent reports of large monsters, not just in lakes and lochs like Loch Ness, but out in open waters. Here's the thing. Now, I mean, it could... I'm into this story. Couldn't it have been like, like a giant squid? Those things are like thirty. With a tiny feet long. head, with a tiny head yeah, and glistening teeth. Tiny team. little, and they have little beaks. Well, that would be pretty cool if a, if a squid was big enough to see like a submarine. 20, le- have you ever yeah, seen twenty thousand? Yeah, I got it on DVD, seat? bitch. Yeah, yeah. I watched that shit when I was a kid. It was one of the few uh, movies I was allowed to watch because it was yeah, made uh, before nineteen fifty eight or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Yeah, good fucking movie. Um, but w- I would be equally impressed if a squid brought it down, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there are actually stories about, and this is slightly different, but in the 1800s, whaling ships were repeatedly, Attack- repeatedly yeah. sunk by whales. Well, I mean, killer whales, definitely. No, no, no. I'm talking about- um. Like uh, blue whales and- No, bow bo- whales. Sperm whales. Sperm whales, that's it. They would actually ram- they Sorry, with their big heads, they would ram. Their big- <laughs> the, yeah, they would ram the ships and put yeah. huge holes in them, and they would sink. What well, wasn't Moby Dick uh, based on yeah. that? Yeah. So there's actually dead serious stories about about sperm whales coming up. Like one story I read where it ran up, it swam up to it, knocked it with its head, went unconscious. They thought it had died. And then it woke up and sank the boat. Oh hell no! It's dead serious. You know, you know what I want it to be? Yeah, the Kraken from uh, the Kraken from uh, release the Kraken. Well, I mean specifically the one from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean too. Yes, that was fucking awesome. But yeah, I mean, See, even sperm whales even have like they fight giant squids down in the depths of the oceans, and they'll have like scars on their bodies from where the squids are like slapping them and they're suckers. You know, are... scientific and shit. Yeah, no shit. Cool. No, I used to read books about that. I was telling, um, I went to breakfast with a uh, gun mother, the research department. Research department. And I was telling them how basically I would just sit as a kid and read these horrible like sea attack stories. I got to tell you, if I'm out in a submarine and anything attacks me big, I don't care. It It's going to look like fucking monster? Godzilla to me. I don't care. I, I'm terrified no matter what I would no never get into is. a submarine to begin with. 
a big tin can under the ocean, but give me a break. But at least concede, Miss K, that there is a chance that it was some kind of a plesiosaur. Maybe, or something. maybe it's like a wait, maybe nineteen eighteen. That was a long time ago. Maybe it was like those great big huge like you know like they talk about the megalodons, like those giant yeah, yeah, sharks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like giant sharks. Sharknado. Did you ever actually see the pictures of those megalodons and how big oh, they would have yeah. been? Holy Trust me. shit, man. Trust me, I looked at shit until I was fucking afraid to go in the bathtub. I mean, but yeah, maybe it was a megalodon or like or like an ancient remnant, like a dinosaur. Like a yeah. dinosaur thing. I'm digging that shit. I, I hope, I hope, I, I'm the little boy in me wants it to be something like that. Okay, so we're about ready to end, end the show here, but yes. um, I got this clip. I dug it out of the archives, and this was, let me see what the date on this one was. This was a long time ago. Um, well, it was still K-Grind, so that's forever ago. Yeah, let's see. Okay, this was from, uh, I believe, 2008. So this was a long time ago. Now, there was a Halloween party that uh, that I threw with my lady, and it got all kind of out of control. And uh, Adam was there for this one. He wasn't there for all of them. But basically what you're going to hear in this clip, and it's not spooky per se, even though there's some fucking horrifying shit in it. Um, I'm relating to Adam what happened to him uh, what happened to the party after he left. After he left. So I'm going to play the clip for you. And uh, trust me, uh, it's worth it. It's a, a total flashback. And this is what I, when I, when I think of uh, Halloween parties, this was kind of the end all be all. I, this, yeah, I think this was the last, I think this. this was the last one we threw to be completely honest. So, hmm. All right. We're here at K Grind. I am, of course, Skate Master Jay with my good buddy Adam LeSueur. Yes, I am Adam LeSueur. And we have a Halloween um, sort of party update. I know those of you who are on MySpace or know us or know of us might have, might have seen that there was sort of like, I was I don't know, it was, it was like a personal party, but it was sort of K-Grind hosted, I guess you yeah, could say. Yeah, it was K-Grind hosted. I mean, yeah. I think we got a couple of the people on here, or, you know, at least one of them on here to say a little something something. Yeah, yeah, but the, the party started off kind of mellow, you know, it was pretty pretty straightforward. You know, people kind of started arriving in their costumes. We right. Had, we had a Supergirl. Yeah, we had... Uh, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. We had uh, a... A biker chick. We had uh, a French maid. We had a zombie Playboy bunny. And we had Nacho Libre. We had Nacho Libre. And that was me, by the way, folks. We're ho- hopefully going to have some pictures up on the website here shortly. And then I was an Irish warrior. Absolutely. I remember that. I remember yeah. that part. Do, do you remember, though, when I got drunk and and I decided to ride my motorcycle to the streets? At yes, like I 11, did. It was like about 11 o'clock, wasn't Yeah, it? I think it was about yeah, 10, 30, 11, you... Uh, in your Nacho Libre outfit <laughs> in uh, probably about 40-degree weather. We uh, rode your bike you know what, a dude, shirt on. Dude, I got out there, and, and I'm not saying I was drunk because I wasn't, but let's just say the cold air started to make me think a little more clearer than maybe I would have otherwise. Right, right. I'm like, what the hell am I doing out here in Nacho <laughs> Libre on <laughs> Let me just say, you looked like a 70s porn star in that outfit. I did. We're going to have pictures up on the website for those of you to, that weren't able to attend. Right, yeah, to to enjoy those uh, photos of... Uh, but let me tell you what uh, happened after you left, because you, you left right as the party was kind of starting to wind down. Right, right. Um, you thought all the wildness was over. Well, not so much. Not because, so much. Uh, oh, I, not to interrupt, you know who else we had? Who do we have? We had two 80s. Workout, workout instructor. Oh, I can't. How can we forget that? 
how can we forget that? I don't know how you forgot that. Well, I'm but. not gonna I'm not gonna name any names here, or male or female, but no. one particular person um, fell off the front porch, and we started laughing at them. Okay, then, okay. Then they got really angry, and then laid on the steps, and just started asking people to fuck them in the ass. It was what? really, it was really. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm not saying who it was. Well, I, you know, I, I heard there was uh, somebody uh, exposing their uh, chest and their lower region to uh, people also. Yeah, that also happened. I, I'm not going to verify. I'm not right. going to say who that was. But then I also heard that we had somebody else that... Uh, well, what, ha- what happened after you left was okay. a certain person, I'm not saying male to, or female... To, to remain nameless. Yeah, uh, got passed out on our couch, and uh, we went upstairs and said... Let's just let them uh, sleep it off. Okay. Uh, well, we heard a thump about 15 minutes after we went upstairs. Okay. And my wife went downstairs to find this person, and they were no longer on the couch. Oh, no. There was a giant wet spot, <laughs> <laughs> which <it> later <laughs> turned out to be urine. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, they did not wet on the couch. Yes, and uh, when my wife went downstairs to locate this person, um, my wife found them with no bottoms on, oh, no my. underwear of any kind. Oh, wow. Um, trying to climb out the mirrored curio cabinet <laughs> in my basement. Which, by the way, I just helped you move upstairs, and it looked like there was some stuff on it. Stuff on the actual sneezing mirrors, or sneezing or something. <laughs> yeah, on it the did. back of the mirrors, it did. So, so here, this goes to show you. I know you all of you couldn't attend for various reasons. Um, I'm not talking at you, crazy man, Sam. But had you been here, um, it would have been well worth it. Yeah, it would have been well worth it. Miss K, thoughts on that? I mean, are you? Are, do you? Do you regret not coming to that? Let me just, for the record, say someone pissed on your couch. The pissing on the couch was a female, <laughs> brought by the female who laid on the stairs and said, "Fuck me in the ass." <laughs> Neither one of who ever came to our parties again. Uh, did they ever come to your house again? I think I don't know if they did. Maybe you know. I'm gonna be honest with you. If I pissed on your furniture, any furniture at all, I would be too ashamed to ever come back to your house. Well, I would never be able to look you in the eye. I would never be able to look Naomi in the eye. I would have to hold myself up in shame forever. Here, here's the here's the the problem was that uh, when when the girl fell off the uh, the couch, her pants were not buckled. She had, she had went to the bathroom and just put it, pulled them back up, but had not zipped them or buckled them back uh-huh. up. So when I when I lifted me and my my boy Mike lifted her onto the couch, all pubes all the time, fucking hanging out the front. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I mean, did she intentionally piss on the couch? Does, did she just not make it to the bathroom? And then it was just like whatever. I'm not gonna lay in the wet spot. I'll just fall on the floor. It was bad. It was bad. She. I think what happened was, she she drank a lot of vodka, and I think she took some pills in the bathroom. Oh, that's terrible. So, she didn't uh, even know she was pissing on your couch. Yeah, Adam, what do you, what do you think about uh, seeing them fucking uh, drunk girls' pubes? Oh my god. Yes, he loves <laughs> fucking love shit like that. 
Yeah, yeah. It was it was a weird it was a weird scene, and then uh, of course the one girl who laid on the the couch or laid on the stairs, she was mad at her boyfriend, and she said, "Just to me, she was dressed as Supergirl." Yeah. She said, "Fuck me in the ass, just please fuck me in the ass," while her <laughs> boyfriend was standing right there. What? Mm-hmm. A little bit weird. I don't know. I felt uh, uh, I felt kind of weird. A little awkward. Then, yeah. Well, thank God you didn't do it. Did you? This individual wanted to suck my cock. I, <laughs> thing was, I wasn't even really tempted to, but, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? So, anyway, that's that's a problem. I'm, I'm proud of the memories of that party, not so much of the actual event itself. We do have pictures. I think I posted the- I've seen them. The Facebook. Yeah, the, the Nacho Libre. Yeah, and, yes, and the I Nacho was, Libre was pretty And awesome. I was drunk. I know I was were. completely drunk, and I should not have been out on my motorcycle or Nacho Libre at all. Ever with that much? No, you should not have gone out in public like that ever. But I, I mean, it was one of them things. Like before, you have a kid, and this is what uh, old Adam had. You know, his difficulty comprehending is that once you have a two, three, four, whatever old, you can't have naked people running around your house. You can't have wild parties anymore. Yeah, it's over. I mean, when 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 the the curio cabinet, when the basement where the girl climbed out, yeah, there were fingerprints all over it. She clearly was drunk, didn't know where she was. Went down the basement, saw a mirror, thought there's a there's a window. I'll climb out of it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Good times. Good Good times. times. For live dudes, I'm Jay Mack. I am Miss K. Adam Lesseur. Saying if you need a deep cocking, then just come a knocking. And that's why we do sound check. And that is why we do sound check, children. So, so I remember the first time, see, we're listening to some zombie. I remember the first time uh, in my Christian homeschool days that I saw a Rob Zombie album cover. I was fucking appalled. Why? I was frightened by it. That that looks like the kind of guy that-, that He actually that, looks like a guy you'd be cool to go have a drink with. No, that's the guy that, that's the face that greets you at the gates of hell. That's what the ain't devil is. nobody greeting like. you at hell. There ain't no such thing. But I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't uh, Sherry, Sherry Zombie, I think that's the lady's name, Sherry something. But don't you think uh, putting zombie at the end of your name, doesn't? isn't that trying a little bit too hard? Is that actually his name now? No, no. But Did I'm, he legally change it I to I don't Rob know zombie? about that, but it seems like, you, I don't know, it seems like you're trying a little bit too hard. You should just be scary on your own without the eye fucking things and what, I mean, I do like his music. I mean, yeah. maybe it's his stick. It's his shtick. That's all right. Shtick. But I'm just thinking if you're a rock star, you should do drugs. At some point in your career. We were just talking about this. Weird Al doesn't do drugs or anything. Mm, is he really a rock star? Yeah, I don't know that I'd call him a rock star. Yeah. 